drink it in now. Touchdown Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid listeners, Detroit Kool-Aid listeners, hey, it is your boy at Chops in the D. And listen, we have a special treat for you today because we are going to start the preseason Lions the same way we ended the Lions. And that is with a show hosted by me at Chops in the D. Our boy Derek Oakery is on a little break, much deserved, much needed, taking the, the week off. And uh, look, I think he's just getting ready to drink in a whole bunch of Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid, pound a whole bunch of cornbread, and just get himself ready for this Lions season because we are back. Football is officially back. We had the Hall of Fame game last Thursday to kick off the preseason. woo so much to talk about, so many good things to get dive into today. So like we like to say, I'm not going to mess around, let's get into it. So like I said, football is back. We had a real live game on Thursday. We're not going to mention that it meant it was with the team that the smuggest of the smug plays for, much like our last game of the season, um, which we dove into. Uh, but now this is with his new team at the Jets. Um, the Jets took on the Browns. It was nice to see some guys in pads on the gridiron playing some football. It was just a great way to kick off the coming into the fall season and getting ready for some live football. And uh, it's so nice to see the young cats out there. We got to see a rookie QB out there with my boy DTR. And, of course, we got, we got to see the former Lion, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tim Boyle out there doing Tim Boyle things, uh, i.e. nothing. Uh, but yeah, so the score means nothing, uh, but it was good to see players out there and kicking off the NHL, NFL season uh, out on the gridiron. So everybody drink that in. Um, let's move on to some news and notes for our Lions. Let's get into the Lions, baby, and the big news of the day of the last 24 hours is signing Teddy Bridgewater. I believe that my co-host Derek Okerlund refers to him as Teddy Two Gloves. But hey, listen, this makes so much sense on so many levels for me. Uh, I am very, very happy that they signed a veteran quarterback who knows what the game. He knows what he's doing. He can come in and win some games. And this signing, there's so much to break down on this. Uh, my first thought is this signing tells me that the Lions feel like they have a legit chance and that the backup quarterback position was just a, a, a glaring need. Um, you know, I think we know what we have in Nate Sudfield, and, and is anybody really happy with that? I, I know I'm not. Um, I know that in my boy H2O, Hendon Hooker, is the the potentially going to be the quarterback of the future, or at least a big part of this team going forward, but he's coming into the season hurt. So 
the Lions realize the brass, Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes realize that this team is legit. And if God forbid something happens to Jared Goff, they want don't want to use that as an excuse for not winning games. So getting this player to sign, I know we do not have the confirmed terms yet. I believe it is confirmed that it is a one-year deal. It makes total sense. You're bringing in a 31-year-old quarterback who has a completion percentage of 66% in his career, thrown for over 15,000 yards, over 75 touchdowns. He's got a great QB rating. Um, Yes, he's got some ups. Yes, he's got some downs. No, I don't want him as my starter. But I am confident in this guy. This season, if Jared Goff goes down to an injury and I need to win a game, Teddy, two gloves, Bridgewater can do that for me. So smart move by the man, Brad Holmes, to do this. Smart move to just get it done. I will say, though, I really, really, really wish this would have happened earlier in training camp. I would have been happy with getting this guy on board early on so that he could be there to learn the system, to be repping with the, with the uh, team one, repping with team two, getting, those, getting that time, building a rapport. So I'm a little bummed that it took this long to get this guy signed. It's been rumor innuendo for a while. Um, but it, hey, it's happened. He's got some time to learn the playbook. Um, I'm sure we will get to see him uh, in an upcoming game very soon. Maybe not Thursday, um, but I, 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 uh, I think the Lions saw what they had in Nate Sudfield. They didn't like it. They realized this is not this guy is not going to win us a game. Uh, if we need to come from behind, if Goff has to miss some time, it's not happening with Nate Sudfield. So, but it can happen with Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and I and I'm all for it. So. Absolutely love to have this guy. The quarterback position is one spot where we were lacking depth. Uh, we love our depth everywhere else, and and it just made sense. So, uh, you know, I you know I threw a couple stats out there. I don't want to go into a whole big deep dive of what he did with with the Saints and what he did with this and what he did with that. Like, you know, he's just a solid veteran guy to. And, he, and he's a leader as well. So, you know, I hear he's already talking, um, you know, already talking with the wide receivers. People are excited what he's going to do for this offense. Um, he's going to learn. We've got a lot of weapons. Everyone knows that. Uh, we With the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight ends, the best O-line in football. Um, but this guy's going to be able to come in and he's going to be, be able to win us games if he needs to, uh, if push comes to shove. So great signing by the Lions, in my humble opinion. Uh, another very noteworthy uh, thing to talk about here re- regarding our Detroit Lions. Look, Dan freaking Campbell is not going to be allowed to have a lion on the sidelines this upcoming season. And this is where if I had my sound effect guy, I would hear, hear the bum, 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 bum. But even though we can't have a lion on the sideline, what we do get, folks, we get a Barry Sanders statue at Ford Field. How freaking awesome is that? I am so happy that they announced this. The Hall of Fame statue for Barry Sanders up at Ford Field. Um, Very, very proud that they're honoring this particular guy and not some other bumpski who we don't like to talk about. The wide receiver that you all know how me and Derek feel about. Um, But this guy, Barry Sanders, is the man. So happy that he's going to have his statue at Ford Field. Uh, just just a great great thing to happen uh, for all the people so when you make your way down to Ford Field maybe this Thursday when you're going to see the preseason game against the Giants 
um, you know, scope out that area. Check it out where it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be really cool to see the Barry Sanders statue out there. Um, hey, other big thing happening this week is the joint practices with the Giants. I'm hearing lots of great things from the uh, all the sideline reporters. I know the Lions official media is not allowed to tweet with the uh, shared practices um, or share things um, unless it's some kind of injury. But man, lots of people there sending lots of videos, lots of clips. Um, it, it, a lot of positive, positive feedback. Everything that I'm hearing is that you know, the we just dominated the day. Um, now, that may be that some people are, you know, drinking in that Kool-Aid a little too much. Um, but I'm here for it because, you know, I got I got to see a clip of a, of a nice little like one handed grab by, uh, you know, Amon Ra. I hear that Gibbs had two red zone touchdowns today. Um, I think there was a flag on one, but the guy's flying everywhere. So the offense is buzzing. Um, you know, Jared Goff is commanding these weapons. The O-line is dominating. And the Giants defense I heard today just had no answer for Jared Goff and in uh, our in our Detroit Lions offense. Drink that in, everybody. And the big question mark uh, really coming in was how is this revamped defense going to perform against another NFL team, right? And guys, they crushed it. Everything that, again, all these clips I'm seeing, Aiden Hutchinson, two sacks, Kirby Joseph with lots of pass defenses, James Houston with an absolute ridiculous tackle for a loss. If you haven't seen that, look it up. And and uh, cornerback Starling Thomas with a nice little interception and making some great plays out there too. So this defense that we have revamped in the offseason is looking good. It is ready to go which is what we want to hear and what we want to see. You know, I heard that the defense absolutely dominated the red zone drill um, where the Giants get to start off on the 15-yard line. Um, There would have been multiple turnover on downs, uh, potential sack here and there. Um, They they just, they couldn't get the, they couldn't put the ball into the end zone against our offense or against our defense uh, in the red zone, which is something that uh, we really struggled with last year. And um, I heard they shut down quads. They did not let Daniel, Daniel Jones had an awful day passing today. Uh, like, I mean, to the point where he even had to address it with the media afterwards. Like, he, he he did not look good out there today. So he knows he's got to get better. But I look, I don't necessarily think that's all Daniel Jones. I think that's this defense. People, this defense is legit. Okay. They shut them down. They did not let, you know, and this, again, I saw this clip on the red zone. Uh, the, the red zone defense they played and like they came off the field they were celebrating they were cheering they were John CJ that's my GJ was talking some mad smack maybe to some former lion AO but uh, dude it's just so great to see they get to you know get to see our players out on the field against other NFL players not the same guys they've been going up against in training camp but actually from other teams and uh, and it's just so great to uh, to hear so. Um, you know, a couple of things that I'm really looking forward to as this week progresses uh, with these with these um, shared practices with the Giants is how do those fringe players look, right? Like who stands out, who maybe makes a name for themselves, uh, lots of buzz around some of these uh, players, you know out and out and about but um you know who who's gonna stand out who's gonna make their roster right i think that um you know dan campbell came out and said that they are really gonna look into and evaluate um and use these shared practices to determine 
who makes the cut? Um, you know, you're at a you're at a big big roster size now. I think it's 84, and they're going to have to get that down to 53. And yes, there's going to be some guys that go on the injury list, um, but there's a lot of tough decisions that are going to be made. And these shared practices with the Giants are really going to help and determine who makes this squad and who doesn't. So I am all for it. I love that the NFL has done this. I believe they moved to this maybe a couple years ago. And, um, man, it just gets the juices flowing, right? When you're out there, you know, you're always going to see some training camp pushing and shoving with your own team. But, man, when you get another team lining up against you and you want to just pound them into the ground or you want to move the ball on them, like emotions are going to run high. There's going to be talk. There's going to be chatter. Um, You know there's going to be some smack talk when you you run run the ball down the field. Um, dude, Jameer Gibbs has just been an absolute weapon. Man, this guy it may be everything that we are hearing and getting hyped about. I it just uh, he had a nice slick little TD grab. Um, he, guys, it's this is such a great time to see our rookies out there too, man. Brian Branch had a sack today. Um, you know, great to see that. So, man, I, I love this time of year. I love these shared practices. Um, I am so excited to see some real football, and this game is going to happen here on Thursday, and it's just going to be a blast. Yes, we're not going to see all the superstars. We're not going to see the first-team offense much, if at, if at all, but this is going to be the time where we get to see who's going to make this roster, and is this defense going to be able to stand up to, uh, to the other team's offense? Want to take a quick opportunity and shout out all our DKC Select uh, subscribers. Guys, if you have not subscribed to DKC Select yet, uh, you need to go and do that because we are bringing you bonus content. Um, each week, Derek or I post an, an additional pod that you get some access to. We're going to break down some other uh, non-Lion stuff. We're going to do lots of Lion stuff. In the season, I fully expect that we're going to be releasing some content with that DKC Select that uh, you're going to want to hear. And and believe me, this is going to be a season that you want to grab and drink in as much Lions content as you possibly can. And the way to do that is to subscribe to DKC Select. The link will be in below. Um, And if you can't figure out how to sign up, listen, DM me, tweet me, do whatever you got to do. I'll walk you through the whole process. But that subscription is growing. And we want to thank you, thank you, thank you for all those DKC Select members. Um, and hey, actually just thank all the people, right? We we love that you're listening. We love that you love your Lions. Um, you know, we're putting out these pods. We're getting great numbers each week. And this is the off-season, people. Like, this is the off-season, and we're getting some great love from the people. So, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to thank our sponsors. And uh, on the back half of the show, we are going to have some great breakdown and some things you might want to listen to. We may be talking a little preseason game one breakdown. We may be talking about a little fantasy football Detroit Kool-Aid flavor, if you know what I mean, at the second half. So drink it in, everybody. Listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You can put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from the break. And uh, again, just want to say a nice quick shout out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our listeners. We really appreciate everything that uh, you guys do for us. And uh, hopefully you're loving all this content that we're putting out. Uh, we put a lot of time and effort into the show. And really, at the end of the day, it's just just a couple of guys who love football, love Lions, and, uh, and you know, but love doing what we do. So, um, you know, like my buddy uh, Okri likes to say, it's just two dudes talking football, hitting record, and loving on some Lions. So, uh, so what I want to get into now is preseason game one. Lions football officially back Thursday, 7 p.m. at Ford Field. How exciting is that? I cannot wait to see them in their jerseys, to see them in the past, to see them on TV. It's going to be great to have football back. Yeah, we had some non-Lions stuff last week, and it was good. It was great, but this is the next level now, and it's going to be happening this week. So very, very excited. And I think I said Thursday, but I actually meant Friday. So, um, But listen, so good to have Lions football back this week against the Giants. For all you betting fanatics, I think the, the, the Giants are a three-point favorite. Ha! That's laughable. Uh, but hey, listen. Uh, if I was a betting man, I might, I might, uh, I might bet the over. Uh, oh, I might bet the Lions on that one. But hey, we'll see how it goes. Um, lots of things to look into here, too, folks. Uh, this team is very different than what it was uh, last year. Yes, we have the momentum um, finishing strong last year, but. Uh, there's a there's a really a lot of things that I want to want to want to want to dive into and and you know the first question I'm going to pose to you is you know what positions intrigue you right like what are some of these things that that really make that you want to see uh, these these battles you want to see out on the field and um, you know for me the big position of, of focus for me is going to be the secondary we made some really really big moves this offseason with all the additions with Mosley and Sutton and CJ 
That's my GJ. And the draft picks with Brian Branch. We just so many uh, additions to this revamped secondary. Um, the, they knew that it was their, a big point of emphasis. They knew it was a weak point. And um, so they really revamped it. And I'm excited to see the, and, you know, the, I'm excited to see the versatility and the variety of lineups that we're going to be able to put out there because some of these guys can play multiple positions. Um, you know, you know, you got Kerbo, you got Walker, and you got Branch, and you got CJGJ, and again, all are really safeties, but they're not going to always be playing safety positions. Um, it's just going to be awesome to see how they move these guys around. Um, it's going to confuse offenses. Uh, let me tell you, folks. Listen, there are going to be times where where the quarterback is going to make a bad read, and there's going to be ball uh, that is out there for my boy Kerbo to just sneak up there and grab because um, that dude is a ball hawk. Um, I expect a real big second year out of him. Um, and so, to me, it's the it's the defense, it's the secondary. Um, I really want to focus. I want to see what they do. Yeah, they probably won't see Daniel Jones very much. Um, but uh, but I think it's going to be fun to kind of watch what they're able to do out there and if they're going to really be able to uh, to shut that down um, and then lock down the other quarterback. Because here's the thing, guys. When our secondary is top-notch, it just makes the entire defense flow better, right? When the quarterback has to take that extra second to throw the ball, to make a good pass, to read a coverage... That's one more second that Hutch and Romeo and Charles and everybody else on that D-line has to get to the quarterback. So really, uh, this has become a league. I know people say it's a passing league, and it is. Um, but to me, it's if you've got a, song, a strong secondary, even if your pass rush is weak, you still open up so many opportunities if you're able to cover cover. So I'm very, very excited to see this group cover lots to get, create a lot of turnovers, to make some big hits, some forced fumbles, to force some bad, uh, you know, some bad throws, to get some pass defenses, but really to see what they can do to then open it up for the big boys up front. Um, you know, our D line, we got a lot of pieces up there too, man. It's, you know, lots of things to look at. So, and another thing that might seem kind of obvious to people, but a, a, a position battle that's really going to intrigue me is our linebackers. We signed Anzalone to an extension. Um, you know, we still have Derek Barnes out there. We still, of course, have a year two of Rodrigo. But then you throw Jack Campbell in the mix. Guys, if, if the hype is real on this kid, and we are able to. He's able to be a starter day one. Oh my gosh! That he's, he's such a difference maker. Such a difference maker. Um, and I I really believe that he's going to be the guy that we think he is. Uh, I mean, all the hype. The you know, obviously Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and Sheila Hamp were all excited to draft this guy in the first round. Um, and he has lived up to the hype. The kid loves football. He's no nonsense. You know, the he. he He's like very soft spoken, like when he's not, but then when he's off the field and he's talking and doing these interviews, he just loves football. He's dedicated. But dude, then you get him on the field and you're like, dude, this guy's a freak. This guy's an animal. He looks like he could body slam, choke slam, uh, you know, go toe to toe with Dan Campbell or some WWE superstar. Like the guy is a monster in these pads. So if he is, if he is an ounce of what everyone thinks he's going to be, uh, we're in for a real treat at that linebacker position. Um, 
and I and I am here for it. Um, and I touched it on it a little bit too, but man, I'm, I'm really excited to see our defensive front. And, you know, how are Aleem McNeil and Levi Onzarique going to fare out? Is this going to be the year that they step up? Um, you know, Oakry likes to call him Big Denim. And, you know, he's got 50 other nicknames for uh, for Aleem McNeil, Twinkle Toes and yada, yada, yada. I won't dive into it. I think that's the one guy he doesn't put a big in front of. Um, but uh, anyway, Aleem McNeil, I'm excited to him i'm excited to see broderick martin right we used a pretty big draft resource on him um you know people might be kind of sleeping on him a little bit but I, this guy might be the real deal as well i've seen some clips of him um he's looking good and i'm excited to see what we got in there of course you got the commish kaminsky back you got josh pascal up there you got bugs big bugs and then of course you got uh romeo wherefore have thou out ben romeo um you also have julian we don't know where they're gonna fit in so lots of pieces in the mix on the defensive front and like i mentioned guys this defensive front is gonna have just a couple more seconds split seconds because our secondary is gonna be in a better spot so that defensive front is going to have more time. Um, you know, they really shut down quads. Uh, I'm looking this forward to see what they're going to do. Um, you know, of course, we probably won't see quads on, on Friday, but it's going to be exciting to see what they are able to do in that run game. They really shut it down uh, at the shared practice today. But yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Um, also, you know, I want to I, I want to know who is going to be the next preseason wonder boy, uh, a la Tom Kennedy, for all those who you have not heard, uh, who haven't heard me say this before. Tom Kennedy is our preseason wonder child, wonder boy. Who's going to be the next Tom Kennedy now that he's hurt? And I'm, I got a little prediction for you. I am hearing a lot of buzz, a lot of buzz for this UDFA Dylan Drummond. The guy is making plays. He's out here making one-hand catches, one-handed catches. Um, I am really excited to see what he does in this game against the Giants. Um, he's been tearing it up at camp. Um, he might be the real deal, folks. And if he ends up being the real deal, then you know you got to tip the cap to Brad Holmes and his scouting staff because they're able to find another diamond in the rough wide receiver. Um, very excited to see what Dylan Drummond had, can be. And again, I don't want. I, I I know I mentioned and I said you know is he going to be the next preseason wonder boy? I don't want him to just be the preseason wonder boy. I want him to ball out in the preseason, but then I want him to ball out in the regular season as well. So a lot of weapons, a lot of uh, depth on that wide receiver list. Um, but I'm curious, and I'm and I'm thinking that Dylan Drummond might be able to crack that top six and really get a roster spot. So, uh, you know, I heard, and, and I'm not going to confirm this. I don't know how I feel about it, but um, I heard that Marvin Jones may not be a lock to make this roster um, and that, that Dylan Drummond is coming for that spot. So you line up a, a group of Amon Ra. Of course, we know hashtag JMO Fast is suspended for this first six games. But you've got him, you've got Marvin Jones, you've got the Serpent, Josh Reynolds. Of course, you've got my boy Raymond Khalif, Khalif Raymond, whichever way. you got Denzel Mims, um, who I know he's, he's uh, battling a little bit of an injury right now. So that may open up a, a, another opening for, uh, for Dylan Drummond. 
Of course, Trey Quinn is in the mix. Um, just got signed there. So lots of players getting rotated around. Of course, don't forget about our draft pick this year, Antoine Green. So lots of bodies, lots of people making some noise. Um, but Dylan Drummond, folks, listen for that name. I'm excited to see him on the field with the pads on on Friday. Um, and I'm hoping that he can just, just do some fun things and uh, really make some people wow. So uh, last thing that I really want to dive into, folks, for today's show is I want to give you a little bit of fantasy football, Honolulu Detroit Kool-Aid Blue flavored. Let's dive into some fantasy football takes for your Detroit Lions and, you know, the drafts are going. A lot of them, you know, if you're in, in regular team uh, drafts, they're going now. Some of our dynasty leagues, they've been going for a while. Um, I just got pinged for like two more startup leagues that I'm going to be in. I, you know, I, I always tell Derek no um, because I'm in so many, you know, I'm in so many leagues. So my other dra- leagues that I'm in are starting to, to draft uh, coming up soon. Those emails are coming out. People are getting excited. And I think that uh, some people are going to be a little surprised uh, by some of our Detroit Lions and how they're going to have some fantasy football impact. And of course, when I'm talking about the Detroit Lions and I'm talking about the Detroit Lions offense, the first name that I'm going to bring up is my boy, hashtag golf train, hashtag JG16, Jared Goff. Of course, I'm going to talk Jared Goff. You knew I was going to talk Jared Goff. I wasn't going to let you down, people. So let's jump on the hashtag Goff train and talk about his fantasy football impact. So listen, right now on the ES, most ESPN leagues and other leagues around, he is QB 18. Um, I think this is blatant disrespect for my boy, JG 16, and where he is going to be and where he's going to finish this season. Last year, he finished as the 10th best fantasy football quarterback. I am taking Jared Goff in as many leagues as I can when those top-tier guys kind of come off the board super early. JG16 is sitting there ready for me to take in later rounds. I am doing it, and I am not thinking again about it. 4,400 yards last year, 29 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. This guy did damn well in fantasy football he won people leagues he was just fine i love that he is not turning the ball over i love that he's getting yards and he's got a lot of weapons people he's got a lot of weapons behind him and you have to be the if you are the conductor of that offense you are going to rack up the stats so i am pounding the over stop drafting jared goff at qb 18 guys This guy's a top 10 quarterback in fantasy football, and he's going to do it again this year in fantasy. So take him or leave him for me to take either way. Of course, the other big name that we when we're talking fantasy football, every Lions fan knows this is my boy Amon Ra. Amon Ra finished last year as wide receiver seven with 1,200 yards and six touchdowns. And I saw something uh, on FanDuel the other day. The uh, over-under for touchdowns for Amon Ra is like five, five and a half right now. Oh, I am pounding the over on five and a half touchdowns for my boy Amon Ra. I think he's right now ranked at around the wide receiver eight. And mm, man, 
man, I might sneak him up into six or seven if I'm really looking at the list. I think he's due to have another huge year. He's not going to have JMO to take catches and yards from him. Yes, yes, there's going to we got a lot of weapons, but man, this guy he just does. He puts in the work. He's the he's out there catching balls every practice. He's out there doing the extra work. This guy is going to have another. I mean, every year we say another breakout season, breakout season. This is going to be another breakout season. I think we're going to see the best we've seen from Amon Ra. So I am hammering wide receiver six or seven in fantasy football. If you can get him, get your hands on him, guys, because he's a PPR monster. Let's move on to our running backs, and we're going to start with the one uh, who is is. I like. I actually really, really like this rating for him. We're going to talk about Jameer Gibbs right now. He's ranked as the 16th running back. Um, guys, I am expecting a lot of action on Jameer Gibbs. And if if you're in a PPR league and you're looking for a, a, a wide receiver or a running back too, um, I don't even like to call him. You know, the reason why I started to say wide receiver is because I don't see him as a running back. Uh, you know, he's a weapon. Okay, he's gonna fit. He's gonna fit right into your weapon spot because the dude's gonna catch the ball. I expect him to get eight to ten carries, and I expect him to get four to six looks and catches every game. I think that Demani is gonna be the guy who's gonna pound the rock in the trenches, and we'll get into him a little bit uh, next. But I think Jameer Gibbs is going to have a hell of a fantasy season. He's the kind of guy who. You, you probably you know lots of people aren't thinking about but he could win he can win leagues for you so jameer gibbs straight up weapon nail him on the ppr because uh he's he's gonna get it done for you and um and again just i see a lot of yards i'm gonna double down i, I keep doubling down on my prediction through seven weeks jameer gibbs will be the second leading receiver on this team behind amon ross st brown it will happen. The guy is going to be used a lot in the passing game. So absolutely, and, and yards after catch with this guy, people. Yards after, he loves the yak. So watch him, draft him. I like that slot, running back 16. Um, I would gladly grab him in my second wide receiver spot in any league that I am in when it comes to fantasy football. And we touched on him a little bit here, but Dimani running back 26 on ESPN leagues right about now. Last year finished about 24, uh, 800 yards and five touchdowns. I think he had a little over 300 yards in receiving and one touchdown as well. Um, I think he's pretty appropriately ranked here. Um, he's the kind of guy that you know you don't know what you're going to get because he's got a he's just got a straight up weapon in the backfield with him with Jameer Gibbs. Um, but I think in the trenches he's going to be the guy. I think when they need a tough yard, um, this this is going to be the one. He's going to be the thunder to Jameer Gibbs's lightning. Um, he's going to be the one that pounds the rock, and he is going to be the one that you know. He's not, he's not just going to bulldoze either, people. Like, this guy's got moves, okay? He's not He's not just, like, only good to just pound the rock in the trenches. Like, the guy can get in the open field, and he can really move, too. So, I like this ranking. Our running back 26, I may, I think I had him at 23 or 24 um, for the season. But I, I'm not, not going to argue uh, uh, two spots for him. Um, so, be on the lookout for my boy Dimani in that spot. Last but not least, we have to talk about the tight end position and the absolute just disrespect that Sam Laporta is getting from the league when it comes to fantasy football. Right now, he's not even ranked in the top 25 on ESPN. Um, and to me, that's that's criminal. You're telling me that 
25 teams have a better tight end on their roster than Sam Laporta. Now, I know that some of that is because of the unknown. Um, you know, people who are not watching this team, they're not watching training camp, they're not paying attention, might be sleeping on this guy. But you, Lions fans, you should not sleep on Sam Laporta. Okay, I expect this guy to be a top 20 tight end, um, maybe even top 18. I think I had him looking at my ranks here. I have him at 18. Okay, this is a guy, JG16 is already building rapport with him. This is going to be the guy that they're going to rely on on some tough yards with this guy. And he's got the ability to get the yak. He's going to, he can go up and get catches. He can get open. He can make moves in the open field. This is not the same guy as TJ Hawkinson. And I know TJ Hawkinson has had some really great fantasy years. Don't get me wrong. Um, But this Sam Laporta guy is a little bit different, man. And I am all for it. So I think, I think he's getting a bit disrespected because of the rookie factor. Um, But I am looking for Sam Laporta to have a top 18 tight end finish. And so look, Grab him as your second guy. Maybe he starts for you on a bye week. Maybe he gets you a game. You're in a pinch. You got an injury. Um, it does. It is not going to hurt you to have this guy on your roster and your fantasy squad um, to win some big games for you when you need it. The other one that I really want to talk about is the Detroit defense. Um, I don't even know what they were ranked last year on the fantasy squad, but uh, pretty much nobody had them rostered. Um, guys, don't make that mistake, okay? I'm not telling you they're going to be a top 10 fantasy defense, um, but they're going to have weeks where they really torture quarterbacks and they really torture offenses, okay? They are going to be high-flying. I envision lots of interceptions by that safety and secondary group. I envision lots of sacks by Unleash Hutch and Kaminsky and Charles Harris and Romeo. I expect there to be a lot of... Uh, stats that are put up by this defense. So, you know, I, I don't know if, if you're looking to draft them, if you're not looking to draft them, but don't sleep on them, okay? This defense is going to have a little bit of fantasy. They're going to be a nice bye week fill-in um, when you see once the season gets going. If you don't pick them up or someone doesn't pick them up as their second defense, you maybe should because they could get you a nice win uh, later in the season. Folks, we talked about so much. Listeners, uh, wow, just a great, great week of football. Again, um, you know, very happy to kind of be closing out the end of of offseason Lions um, the same way that we ended, right? The, we, uh, we went into Green Bay at the end of the season. We shut up the smuggest of the smug. Uh, Kirby Joseph uh, became Aaron Rodgers' father and stamped his approval there, and we just kept them out of the playoffs. And now here we are, and football is back. We will be on the gridiron this week. Yes, it's preseason. I don't care. We're putting on the pads. We're going to see the officials. We're going to see all the great things that come with this beautiful wonderful game it is going to be fantastic friday 7 p.m ford field i hope that some of you are getting a chance to get down there i i will not but i think Derek is going to a preseason game this week or this season um it's going to be awesome and look there's so much to be excited about. This is where it all comes together. All the moves that we've made in the offseason, all the rookies that we've drafted, all the free agents that we've signed. Drink it in, everybody. We are Trey 
Quinn days away from Thursday night football. That's 29 for any of you who don't know the roster. 29 days from Thursday night football against the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Get hyped. Be ready to go. Yes, it's preseason this week. In 29 days, we are going to be lining up against Patty Mahomes, against Travis Kelsey, against that Super Bowl champion Chiefs defense. We are going to be ready to go. I'm looking at Goff versus Mahomes 2.0. Huge shootout. I'm expecting high-flying scores. We cannot wait. We are ready to go. We are here for it. Drink that and everybody, Woo! catch us next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast. Take care, everybody. I'm out. Drink it in, man.